Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Brutal game three loss for the Dodgers. The offense was putrid, embarrassingly bad tonight. Just bad at bat after bad at bat. And we have a lot to be frustrated about, but we're going to break it all down. I want all your takes. I got no sound. I'm good. Okay. Got, okay. So, what's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post game show. I'm your host, Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at dmac underscore la. I'm mad. You're mad. You're frustrated. We have a lot to get into here on the Dodgers Nation post game show because the offense they didn't show up. If you've seen the Dodgers offense, please call one eight hundred. Where the hell is this offense? Because it was absolutely embarrassing. The Dodgers offense they folded faster than Superman on laundry day today and they need to pick it up because tonight was not a good look for this Dodgers offense the pitching they were outstanding Tony Gonsolin yes he was rocky yes he didn't have it but Andrew Heaney gives up the home run but after that you had guys going out there getting big outs pounding the strike zone Evan Phillips was fantastic Vesey got the job done Yancey Almonte Tommy Canely they gave this team a chance but the Dodgers offense they did not show up and now LA is facing elimination and they could go down to the San Diego Padres in the DS. And you look at this Dodgers offense tonight, we're going to break it all down, but 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. They're now 0 for their last 19 with runners in scoring position. They've scored exactly four runs in the last 23 innings. That is unacceptable. This is a team that led Major League Baseball in essentially every single offensive category, and they just haven't shown up. They haven't shown up, but let's dive right into the comments. You guys are going nuts in the comments section. Let's see what we got here. No, damn goose gave us a bat gave us bad luck that's from Manuel. the la chokers from Greybeard over on youtube i believe oakland could have played better that's from thomas trade the whole team that's from young curry over on youtube they choked from gary glenn pathetic that's from joaquin over on facebook they don't seem to care that's from stephen kaplan hey that pitching staff cares hey that bullpen cares because they went out there and they put up zeros all night the offense though they did not carry their end of the bargain and it was ugly make no mistake about it. They had opportunities. Yes, Blake Snell, he was having success early on, but it's not like he was the dominant Blake Snell that we saw in Game 6 of the 2020 World Series. The Dodgers had multiple opportunities, and we're going to break it all down, but I want to hear from you guys down below in the comment section. The first question I have for you is... On a scale of 1 to 10, how much hope do you have that this team is going to advance to the NLCS? Will they find a way to fight their way back against this Padres team? Or are the Dodgers really going to fall to the hands of the San Diego Padres? An 89-win team versus a 111-win team. This is unacceptable. But let me remind you that the Dodgers, they were down 2-1 to one last season. They were facing elimination against the San Francisco Giants, and they won Game 5 on the road. So as ugly as... As it was, there is some hope for this Dodger team. But, hey, if they don't hit, if they don't find a way to put together better at-bats, it's not going to matter because this offense, there was there were holes in their bats tonight. It was just ugly. They couldn't hit Sam. They fell off a boat. We're going to break it all down because I have a lot to say about some of these at-bats. I thought Justin Turner's at-bat quality was atrocious. A little better of a night for Mookie Betts, but we're going to get into it. Austin Barnes, it wasn't his fault, but here we go. We got They Should Be Embarrassed tonight. It's from JP over on YouTube. Frank J., they are struggling. 
struggling. And whose fault do you think this is? Who do you pin the blame on for the Dodgers not having success? Is it the hitting coaches? Is it Dave Roberts? I thought Dave Roberts, for the most part, pulled the right strings tonight. The way he had a short leash on Tony Gonsolin, going to Andrew Heaney, trusting Heaney to go back out there. But, yeah, this offense, they just didn't show up. I mean, I'm not going to go as, oh, thank you, 5150 Rams, a 999 Super Chat, who says, I see why you looked concerned a lot. I see why you look concerned. Yeah, I mean, look, to me, I still think this team has a chance. It is just one game. The next, Tomorrow they'll have Tyler Anderson on the bump against Joe Musgrove. And this team is really going to have to define its legacy tomorrow. Do they really want to throw it all away? Do they really want to realize that they're going to have to live with the fact that they're going to be that 111-win Dodger team that got bounced and not only got bounced, they got bounced by the San Diego Padres, your division rival, a team that has been assembled to beat you because that's a loss you'll never forget and that will stick with them for the rest of their careers but we got Vin is sad lol that's from Nando over on YouTube yeah you got to win for Vin man win for Vin Scully Roberts can't hit for them Gary Glenn yeah that's what I was saying here I mean you Dave Roberts can't bring the bat to the plate he probably would uh, put together better at bats than some of the Dodgers tonight that's how bad it looked and we got dead bats are contagious that's from Joseph Megazenia Dodgers Nation day one yeah I agree I mean you see when this team has success they're stringing together hits you see this past the baton mentality and you didn't see that tonight and it started early on Dodgers had opportunities early in this game and they weren't able to really just put together that big inning get that big hit that they've been desperately missing this entire series and here we go D-back Doc got out coached um we got uh uh, we got to fire robbers from Michael over on YouTube. James says, if they blow it, this team will look very different next year. That's we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We got $5 from SoCal traces trash, put Gallo. We put Gallo and mix it up already. I think trace Thompson had one of the better nights. If you really consider it, the fact that he was actually drawing walks. If you look at the bottom of that order, Austin Barnes, trace Thompson, they were actually getting some production. It was the middle. It was the top of the order that really wasn't getting it done enough. But we got, they are, Belly would have gotten that out instead of that hit in center field. It's a good point. You know, you know Cody Bellinger, you take the bat out of his hands in the last game. He doesn't play today. And yes, you're going up against a left-handed pitcher, but we are frauds. That's from Gus, the black swordsman over on YouTube. We got, um, Muncie CT3, got to go. Choke from Guillermo Beltran. Why is David Dave not pinch hitting for Trace for CT3? Their bats were terrible tonight. DMAC, do not watch the Dodgers tomorrow. That's from Bruce. We got three games. We, uh, we got one, two, three, Cancun. Dodger bats, that's from Hugo. That's what I'm saying, too. I mean, look, this is not over yet. I mean, this Dodger team, they'll be able to come out tomorrow, and you have to believe they're going to perform better than they did tonight. Tonight, the Dodgers bats, they were just absolutely embarrassing in big spots, and this is a team that, it's World Series or bust, and you would think you would think and expect a better performance from this team, and you just didn't get it. I mean, Trey Turner, he goes 1 for 4. Freddie goes 0 for 3. Smith goes 0 for 4. I thought Will Smith, the guy that we've seen come through time and time again in the regular season and the postseason, you're seeing quick at-bats from Will Smith, not getting it done in big situations like Big Willie Stout has been known to do. And then, yeah, Chris Taylor, Justin Turner. Justin Turner has looked awful. Justin Turner looks like he's outmatched at the plate, just missing fastballs right down Broadway. It is over for Marty Soul. I'm tired of Turner's errors costing us wins. And, yeah, I wouldn't say, look, 
I think Trey Turner, yeah, the defense has been sus. Make no mistake about it. But, uh, yeah, started there. Let's jump in some more comments, and we'll start breaking this thing down. But let me know down below in the comments section, do you still believe in L.A.? Do you think they'll win tomorrow? And what do you think they need to do to get this offense going? Do you want to see a lineup change? Do you want to see a different approach at the plate? Because, to me, you looked at Blake Snell's stuff tonight, and it was good. Make no mistake about it. But it wasn't great. It wasn't the best version of Blake Snell. And the Dodgers, they just weren't able to catch up to certain pitches in certain in at-bats. But Will Smith is trashed as from pound for pound. Just put the ball in play. That's from Southside Compton. It's so embarrassing. Carlos L team. First Madres D-Mac. They look like they just gave up tonight. No heart and no compete. Yeah, it's such a cliche to say, but do, it did feel at times that the Dodgers, the Padres might want it more. I mean, that crowd was electric. We're, there were not as many Dodger fans as we'd expected. This whole Dodger Stadium South. That wasn't Dodger Stadium South tonight. That was Petco Park, the home of the San Diego Padres. And yeah, we'll see. Did the Padres try to keep fans out of the stadium? Who knows? But the Dodgers had multiple opportunities. 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. Top of the first inning, Mookie Betts gets a leadoff base hit. Ends up in second after a wild pitch. Freddie Freeman strikes out looking. Will Smith strikes out swinging on a slider away. So that was really how these innings ended for the Dodgers in big spots. Some big key strikeouts, some lazy flyouts, and you're just not getting it done at the plate. And this team just did not show up tonight. I mean, this is the milk box Dodgers offense, and they really should be embarrassed with themselves. The Dodgers offense really should be embarrassed with themselves. You go into San Diego in a 1-1 game. The numbers tell you that the home team that wins that game wins the series at nearly a 70% clip. So this is a big game with the possible World Series on the line, your series, your season on the line, and that that is the performance that you deliver tonight, and it's a you've got to pick it up for the pitchers, man. The pitchers, they got the job done. They went out there, and they neutralized this Padres offense, and they gave the Dodgers opportunity after, after opportunity to go out there and score runs, and they just didn't do it. Left on base, that is uh, uh, Rusty Nail says, relax. You're trying to tee, We got Aaron Rodgers in the chat, R-E-L-A-X. Hey, I can't relax. How can you relax? This is such a legacy-defining series. Can you imagine? Imagine spending a long, cold winter knowing that the 111 win Dodgers lost to the San Diego fraud race, the San Diego, that it would really be there, the Frodgers, if they would lose in this series. The Dodgers really need to do some soul searching tonight and respond tomorrow. And we're going to see what this team is made of. We're going to see if this team truly has that championship, that World Series medal that you need because their season is on the brink right now. And it was just wasn't a pretty sight from the Dodgers. But yeah. On top of the first inning, like we were saying, Mookie gets that leadoff base hit. And Snell threw those 18 pitches. He was averaging 21 per inning against the Dodgers this season. So that was one thing we were looking for early. How can they get this pitch count up against Blake Snell to try to knock him out of the game and start working on this Padres bullpen? But then bottom of the first inning. So we'll talk a little bit about Tony Gonson's outing. And, yeah, Tony, it wasn't. he's not the reason why the Dodgers lost the game, but he did not look good at all. The command just wasn't quite there. He was giving up a lot of hard contact. 
And then the bottom of the first inning after, yeah, Juan Soto, he just smoked that baseball. It was 113 miles per hour off the bat with runners on first and second. Two outs. Jake Cronenworth, a 3-2 count. He singled to center to score Soto to give the Padres an early 1-0 lead. And with Tony Smokes, he was leaving that splitty up, just didn't have that depth, didn't have that bite to it. And, yeah, he was getting back to his old habits. He was reverting to when he was nibbling, wasn't attacking the strike zone. And then he did, with runners on second and third, Gonsolin did get a big punch out there to strike out Myers swinging with a slider away to strand the runners on second and third to limit that damage but 31 big pitches for Tony Gonsolin in that first inning. Just 17 first strikes. Let that four-seamer out over the plate that Soto crushed and he gives up that early run but he did escape. He did escape. It could have been a lot worse. But let's jump back into the comments. Cold, cold, cold. How the Dodgers can hit with one more run. SMH. Yeah, 0 for 9 tonight with runners in scoring position you had they 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 left us they they left a small village out there on the base path i mean it was just embarrassing what they were able to do the at bats that they put together in those big stretches it was the reason why they lost tonight one run when your pitching staff allows just two, you got to pick them up and you got to find a way to put some more runs across. But no reason why we were going five with these Fraudres. Uh, the ump sucked Padres blank. I don't read that. That's a family show, Bob. But yeah, the umpires, yeah, the zone, especially if you look at the inside corner, especially to righties. If you look at the called strike three to Gavin Lux. But this game wasn't on the umpires. This game, this game falls solely on the Dodgers offense. It falls squarely on those Dodgers bats that just failed to manufacture any runs and put any rallies together. But uh, Trey Turner's not staying after this. I don't think he wants to stay for this. That's from James Babin. So you're saying that, th th that Trey Turner doesn't want to stay after this. How are you guys feeling about Trey Turner? Because defensively, his stock is dropping with me. His stock is definitely dropping with me. And I feel like he lost a couple million dollars from that Dodgers contract offer because can you really trust him defensively? Because he just does not appear sure of himself. And that's that to me is is something that we're going to monitor moving forward. Obviously, you don't sign Trey Turner for what he can do with the glove. You just want him to be a, a pretty competent shortstop. But, yeah, I mean, some of those plays that, that he made out there that were, uh, I mean, where he calls off where he calls off uh, Chris Taylor, the ball drops. I mean, yeah, there were some plays. He's just been shaky all series. And yet the first game, I mean, he cost the Dodgers a run with that error that led to the go-ahead and ultimate game-winning run. So, yeah, how are you guys feeling about Trey Turner after this one? Hopefully he's healthy and ready to go because that finger looked extremely swollen at first base. Thankfully, he didn't get... Thankfully, he didn't get thrown out, but uh, that he didn't uh, injure himself. Yes, DMAC from Jenny Vega. Do you honestly, uh, what the hell, what, why, what the hell is up with Freddie? That is from ACDC Freak. I'd rather have Carlos Correa over Turner. Hey, Mr. Klimpasius would agree with that one. Uh, we got uh, Trey is not the guy Turner from Eric. We got not that, Eli Park says, I'm done letting this team affect my health. That's from James Cooper over on YouTube. Vincent Flores, first. I preferred the Mets series. That's from Stanley Cunningham. Yeah, it's not about, I mean, hey, I said the Mets would be an easier an easier team to face. They would present less problems. I knew this Padres team was going to be dangerous. But, hey, I mean, come on now. At this stage of the postseason, you're going to be playing tough opponents no matter who you're facing. So if you can't beat the Padres in the NLDS, you don't deserve to sniff a World Series, okay? But is it, it is on the umpires. This game is not on the umpires. <laughs> this game is not on the umpires. The Dodgers were missing pitches. We're going to break. 
break it down in depth here. Some of these at-bats the Dodgers were taking, but L.A. just was not getting it done at the plate. It's a family show from Benny. Yeah, exactly why Fraudman needs to go. That uh, that you guys. So we got some Andrew Friedman hate out there. Yeah, we're not ready to write the Dodgers epitaph quite yet. They still have one more game, hopefully two more games to play if they win tomorrow. So it's not over yet. And look, this team, they performed well with their backs up against the wall in previous seasons. But yeah, bottom of the first inning, we broke that one down. Top of the second, one, two, three inning for San Diego. Muncie strikes out looking four seam. And that's what we're talking about. I mean, four seam fastball right down the middle. And Muncie, he just didn't have a chance on that one. JT, lazy fly out for the second out. Justin Turner, father time. Looks like it's catching up to Justin Turner very, very quickly here because, yeah, if it's not a strikeout on a triple digit fastball or if he's not being able to catch up with gas, he, you're seeing lazy fly balls. And then Chris Taylor, not a good night for Chris Taylor. I mean, the last at bat there, I was pretty atrocious too. I mean, he's like, didn't even know where the pitch was going. But uh, we played dead since the last week of the season. That's from James Babin. Do you guys believe, here's a question I'll pose to you. Do you believe that the Dodgers, their big lead, the fact that they did win the NL West and they were 23 games against this Padres team, they really hadn't played meaningful baseball for months. Do you think that's a factor this season? Because this was a Padres team that built a lot of momentum going into New York and beating the mighty Mets and they head over to LA and they're riding that momentum into this series. Beat San Diego. That is, Don't worry, we'll get them back from Alex. Beat San Diego from... E-Man over on 506. It's over, bro. A lot of you guys think it's over. Dodgers offense is missing. They are missing. Like we said, we need to find the Dodgers offense. Call 1-800. We got first pitch. We got the D-back. There's nothing else to say, but it's pathetic. Call me. Yeah. I mean, I just look. player. It's not about a players-only meeting. It's about this team showing up and putting together more competitive at-bats, grinding out the at-bats. That team we saw today, that wasn't the 111-win Dodger team. That wasn't the team that set a franchise record and won the NL West by 23 games. That team did not show up. That team grinds out at-bats. That team doesn't expand the strike zone. They create rallies. They take advantage of opportunities, and we saw that this team just couldn't handle it tonight. But no excuses. Get rid of both Turners. Uh, I miss Corey Seager from Trey's Profit, Alberto. It's not over, but the body language in the dugout is not good. Beat San Diego from Andrew over on YouTube. AFCOP. I miss Kike Hernandez. DJ Vader, Justin Turner should be in a nursing home. Wow. That one's pretty rough. I thought I'd play this out, but all right. Uh, <laughs> FS1 announcers were hella biased. Carlos, yeah, I mean... Pierzynski, I don't think he's doing a great job and, and means pretty fine, but I don't think that's the point here. Who cares about the announcers, okay? The Dodgers should care about finding a way to score runs. To me, it's that's a, a mood point. Typical postseason, Gary Baker, Dodgers. I mean, is this a typical postseason? Because, yeah, we saw what happened in 2019. Last year, they were able to make it to the CS. So... I think that this postseason, yeah, that usually is the issue. Dodgers' inability to score with runners in scoring position, the bats going cold. If you watched our preview show, that was my biggest concern because a lot of times the Dodger bats, they just 
don't know how to put together great at-bats in these situations. They forget how to baseball in these big spots. We've seen it too many times from this group, and you got to go up there, and you have to find a way to manufacture some base hits to get some runs across, and they just weren't able to do it. The slug wasn't there. Dave Roberts can't win when facing adversity. Yeah, I guess Dave Roberts didn't lead this team back when they were trailing three games to one to the Atlanta Braves in the 2020 World Series. I guess he didn't win game five against the Giants last season. Dave has a lot of big wins to his name, and I think that the Dave haters, the Doc detractors, they can climb back into their hole tonight because, yeah, you could talk about the fact that you, you have Lux pinch hitting for Barnes and this and that. You lose your DH. But offensively, there was really no answers for this Dodgers team. You need this team. This team's success or failure is pre- predicated on the big three. And the big three, they've come up small for the most part. And I think tonight was evidence of that. And just not enough. They just weren't doing enough. But to no leadership from Freddie or Mookie, that's for Matt. Yeah, I'm not seeing very much fire from Mookie Betts. He looks like he's kind of going through the motions out there. And I said today on the video I did that, why have I seen more bowling highlights from Mookie over the last week than baseball highlights. So, yeah, he's a guy. You're paid $365 million. You have to be the leader of this team, but he definitely had a better night tonight. He got the Dodgers started there with that base hit there in the first. He got him on the board with that sack fly, but let's jump to the bottom of the second inning. So, 3-2 count to Kim. He pops to Muncie at second for the first out. 0-1 pitch to Grisham. He singled to right. A ball that just bounced off the bag at first. Muncie tried to make a play but couldn't. So one out single for San Diego. And then 0-1 to Nola. He singles to left on a ball that went over Taylor's head and left. Bounced off the wall which gave the Padres runners on first on the corners with one out. And that was it for Tony Gonsolin. So he was done, and then Andrew Heaney comes in. To fit. We have $5 from Cesar. No excuses. Main issue is runners in scoring position. No clutch hits. Dave Roberts is a terrible manager. That's from Walking Aver- over on YouTube. Yeah, what is the first thing you would do? What is the first change you would make to this team if the Dodgers get bounced in the NLDS? Let me know down below, but I still have hope, okay? Let's, well, this is how these shows always work. You guys remember some of you rocking with us in the 2020 Brave series last year against the Giants. There's a lot of doom and gloom for the Doomsday Dodgers fans, but yeah, we'll start to point to the positives pretty soon. Like, here we go. Rusty Nail over on YouTube says, remain calm. How can I remain calm when the Dodgers are on the brink of losing to the San Diego Padres? That is my worst nightmare. Last year, the Dodgers could have lost to the Giants. They were a 107-win team. This is an 89-win Padres team that made the trade for Juan Soto, that made the trade for Josh Hader, and AJ Preller was in his bag while Andrew Friedman yes he already assembled the best roster in baseball so we thought but it looks like I mean the offense isn't showing up so I'm not really sure what he would have done differently and I just think that he believed in this group and tonight they just did not hold on to their end of the bargain but does someone shine some light at the Dodgers they're lost right now I like that one Dodger Stadium South smash that like button from Rusty Nail yeah absolutely do that guys by the way if you're new to the show be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell and rain or shine will be with you tomorrow or all off season however short or long it is so definitely be sure to subscribe to the channel and smash that like button i'm the man of the fan this is your show i'm just hosting it so here to get your takes on all things dodger baseball so we'll get through this together this is a dodgers therapy session here on the dodgers nation post game show so In a roaring stadium, 
Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Uh, DMAC, fire robbers from Mike Hernandez. Get rid of robbers from Jerry, Jeremy. Hey, look, I will say this. I will say this. I am a doc defender. I definitely think that he is the right guy for this team in theory in the fact that he knows how to build a culture. He knows how to manage stars and get guys to buy into roles. But this is a guy that, look, you got to provide a spark. You need to go and tell your guys, hey, after last game, how putrid the offense was, no runs after the third inning. The offense, they fell asleep. The first two games, they went four for 32 against the Padres' bullpen. you got to get to your guys, and you have to light a fire. And my question is, is Dave Roberts the kind of guy that can light a fire under this team? We'll see tomorrow, and we'll see how this series turns out. But this team is too good, and they're too talented to get bounced in the first round at the hands of the San Diego Padres, a team that had to utilize a lot of their bullpen, had to utilize their starters in a three-game wildcard round. The Dodgers had the clear-cut advantage in the fact that the Padres played three wildcard games, and they're now down two games to one in the NLDS. And my question is, is there anyone here that isn't pressing the panic button at this point. Yeah, drop some, let me know down below. But here we go, let's jump to this comment section. We'll keep breaking it down, guys. We'll find out why the Dodgers lost tonight, and uh, we'll keep breaking it down. But Dave Nino, can you believe they traded Jordan Alvarez <laughs> the next David Ortiz for basically nothing. Yeah, Air Jordan, I've never seen a baseball hit that hard. I don't know, maybe the one that the Rocket did Soto hit off Gonsolin tonight. But, uh, yeah, that sounds like a, a really nice offseason project that I hopefully don't have to start working on tomorrow or the next day. Okay, so uh, I love Roberts. That's from Curie. So we got we got Roberts Burner, and uh, we got uh, I, we need some spark, clubs, spark, spark plugs. And, look, that's uh, Mr. Clint Pasillas has made that point numerous occasions. You do need that fire, that passion in the dugout. And I'm not advocating necessarily for making a move to sign Carlos Correa, but you look at that dugout and you just look at the body language. You look at the facial expressions. What is the mentality in that Dodgers dugout? Do they realize that they're in the NLDS? Maybe the fact they played the Padres 19 times this season, they think this is just some normal series. No, this is the NLDS. This is a legacy series. Like I said, this 2022 Dodgers, are they going to be the champs or are they going to be the chumps? The only way to consider this season successful is if they raise the commissioner's trophy, is if they raise that piece of metal, because they're going to go down as either the 2001 Mariners, a team that set a franchise record, had a gaudy amount of wins, or they're going to be the 98 Yankees, a team that won a lot of games, 114 for that Yankees team, but they ultimately won the World Series. And at this point, I know you guys aren't going to care at all about the 111 wins in the regular season. Do you get a ring for that? Do you get a parade for that? Do you get a banner for that no you don't you only get those things if you win a championship and that's what this team was built to do and right now they're in a precarious situation against the Padres on life support and to me I think what has me so fired up is look if the Dodgers lost this game 
by two runs, a walk-off shot. They were scoring runs, and they lost by a score of 8-4, to 8-5, to five, something like that, and maybe Tony Gonson had a rough start. I might feel better, but the way this offense looked tonight, how downright embarrassing they were at the plate, how cold they've looked this entire series, like I said, 0 for their last 19 with runners in scoring position. Where is that clutch gene? It's nowhere to be found with the Dodgers right now. We want Camilo Doval on the Dodgers. Hey, he's a nasty dude. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. But uh, I want to see Dave Roberts get pissed. Thomas, we need the bad guy. That's from Gary. Hey, yeah, which which bad guy do you guys want to see on the Dodgers, man? Just bring back Puig, even if he's, even if he's washed. Who cares? Uh, Dodgers think uh, panic mode for sure. I like it. You're just like you panic. Dodgers stink. That's from Carl. Um, <laughs> got Kelly there. So uh, defeated. Yeah, they do. That's a good point. They do look defeated out there. Uh, Robert says, had a hard time when it counts. That's from Leo. Already on vacation mode. That's from Leo. No pulse. That from Ken. LFG says, Charles, preach DMAC from Diane. <laughs> Thanks for rocking with the Diane, as always. Too many guys getting paid big bucks, no fire. That's from Payne Johnson. Hey, Trey Turner is the guy who's in a contract here. You have guys up and down this lineup where they'll definitely benefit. Uh, this team is dead. That's from Jason. Who thought the Dodgers really was going to win this year? Uh, with 2020 team, Kike Seeger, Jock Woods, Verdugo, and Pollock. That's from Luis, P, uh, Luis Ponce over on YouTube. Dodgers ran out of gas. Why would they have ran out of gas? I mean, they've been coasting for months. They've been resting. They've been, they've been recharging for months. And we saw last year, go off DMAC facts. Hey, Seuss, uh, I blame Freddie Freeman for being a wuss. Whoa, Nico B. Freddie Freeman, he's played well. I mean, that's, that's a pretty hot take. By the way, I'm looking for that comment of the night. It's never too late to plug this. And if you bring that comment of the night, you're going to see one of these. And you bring that fire take, you want to see one of these. And all your takes have been fire, so this goes to everyone. Yeah. All right. So bottom of the second inning, uh, give Andrew Heaney some credit because I am going to take some time on the show to give the pitching staff the love that they deserve because it was a hell of a night for them. They went out there, and they showed that dog that we talked about, and they really gave this team a chance to win, but the offense, they didn't. So down with the Puig. <laughs> I'm just kind of playing, but why not? Who cares? I'm pretty delusional at this point. Uh, need Jocktober. That's for Mookie as a Dodger. Dave killed the mojo with Kershaw's start in game two. Should have gone with Gonsolin, interesting. I mean, Clayton Kershaw had pitched well, very well down the stretch. A 1-5-4 ERA since returning from injury. All signs pointed to him having a good start. He just didn't. And he really wasn't the reason they lost the game either. But uh, uh, so, yeah, jump to, yeah, Andrew Heaney comes in for Tony Gonsolin. And... And first pitch to Profar, they attempt to go with the squeeze, and the ball goes right off his bat and dies right in front of home plate, and they get the out there. So it goes as a sacrifice because Nola advanced to second, but that goes as the second out. So the Dodgers, they did get some breaks in this one. That was the first one. And then that brings up Juan Soto with two outs, runners on second and third, and Juan Soto at the plate. And it's early on, but you're starting to feel that heart pounding. You're starting to get nervous. And then Andrew Heaney, he gets him to pop to short for the third out. So Andrew Heaney, Heaney, Houdini Heaney comes out there and gets the Dodgers out of that one. Then top of the third inning, the Dodgers had their first real big opportunity of the night. And we'll do some more comments and keep breaking down this game. But yeah, guys, welcome to the Dodgers Nation postgame show. I want all your thoughts, comments, and reactions tonight. Drop an emoji that describes how you're feeling. I'm assuming I'm going to see a lot of those red fire emojis with where you guys look really mad and frustrated because tonight, at bat after at bat, 
the Dodgers just not doing enough at the plate? Where is this savvy Dodger baseball where you're you're not expanding the zone? You're attacking pitches that are in your nitro zone. You're looking for pitches that you can drive. Dodgers just weren't doing that tonight. And yes, you got to tip your cap to the Padres pitching staff because their bullpen, for the most part, they've been lights out. They've been fantastic. It was a definitely you, – you'll take that start from Blake Snell for sure – but uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Dodgers—they make—they're making them look better than they're actually than they actually are. So uh, Gonson looked like S tonight. That's from Diane Schroeder. Uh, Heaney did a solid job. We got a disgusting from Lynn M. Uh, we need DMAC at the plate. Hey, I wouldn't do much better. You guys know. I mean, my strike zone. What would you say, Clint? It's uh, heaven and hell. I'd be expanding the zone. It wouldn't be pretty. But I would go up there and I would at least. I would, if you get three hard swings, man, uh, I, would, I would jump in front of the ball and just get hit. I would just go right in front of the plate, take up the whole plate, and it would be an HBP. Uh, also, the broadcasting. Yeah, the broadcasting was terrible. But, hey, man, you always feel that way when you're losing. But uh, yeah, I don't want to say terrible. That's not cool. This is broadcast community. That's not cool. What, what's your problem, Doug? Jeez, crossing the line. Oh, here we got Jamie Lannister, Matt Emoji. We got a, a poop emoji from WB that definitely describes the Dodgers' offense this series. Why do they keep blowing too many opportunities? Yeah, let's get into an opportunity right now. So top of the third inning, Trace Thompson, he falls behind the count 0-1, and then he takes four straight balls to draw a leadoff walk. So Trace Thompson has been drawing walks in this series, and that's encouraging. And that brings up Austin Barnes. And I think Austin Barnes, we talk about guys that don't have fire and this and that. Austin Barnes does not fall under that category. Crazy Eyes Killer, he went up there against his son in a big game. That was a great moment, too. It was, it was like Ken Griffey Jr., Sr., and Jr., but they're on different teams. But it was Austin Barnes and Blake Snell. And Austin Barnes, on the on an 0-1 count, he singles to right to give the Dodgers. Runners on first and second with no outs. And Mookie Betts at the plate. So early on, one thing I had my eyes on is how will Mookie Betts perform? Is he going to come through? And 3-1 count, he's a line drive to left that goes into the glove of Manny Machado. Hot off the bat, 98.9 miles per hour, a 690 expected batting average. And yeah, Manny, Manny tried to double up Trace, but he gets safe, and that's the first out of the inning. The only runners on first and second, Trey Turner strikes out looking, and that's another example of what I've been talking about. The Dodgers just not taking advantage of pitches that they can drive, pitches that we've seen them drive, mistakes punishing them. They've done it all season. They did not do that tonight, and this at bat with one out, runners on first and second, Trey Turner he looks at strike three, and yeah, Blake Blake Snell did a nice job in that at bat, threw five straight breaking balls, slowed him down to speed him up, and he goes down, he takes strike three for the second out, and that brings up Freddie Freeman with runners on first and second, and he draws a two-out walk to load the bases for Will Smith, and I have to admit, I am a little, I'm a lot of disappointed in Will Smith. Game one, he was fantastic. Him and Trey Turner and Max Muncie, they really carried the load for this Dodgers offense, but he's had opportunities opportunity after opportunity in the last few games yesterday or the last game they had in game two bases loaded just to fly out and he is just missing he is just missing but still he's just not get coming up with those clutch base hits that we've seen so in that situation will smith he swings and misses at a four seam fastball takes and then he takes strike two looking and then he takes a ball away and then on the one two he fouls to first so you're seeing a foul out for the third out in that situation and that was one of the themes of the night if they weren't going down swinging uh, they uh I, they, if they're not going down swinging if they're not 
that you're seeing lazy outs, outs into foul territory, lazy pop-ups. But let's jump back into this comment section because that was really the opportunity the Dodgers had to put up some runs early on Blake Snell, really get him on the ropes and deliver that knockout blow, and they just didn't do it. So throw DMAC into the coaching staff, Fileman, Al Alverto. Yeah, throw me in there, man. Uh, we got uh, why is Freeman swinging at first pitch. Yeah, even some of his, his at-bats, a great point, have been uncharacteristic. Blown opportunities equals chokers. Is it too late to trade Freeman, Rush Storm? Yeah, we, you guys are turning on everybody. And, hey, man, hey, use this use this, uh, this show uh, to, uh, to get this out of your system because we're going to need some positive vibes to try to save this season and stave off elimination. But Padres fans right now, yeah, the parade must be lit down in San Diego. We should just like be better. I like that. That's A plus A1 uh, analysis right there, Julio. And I agree. It seems as simple as that. But yeah, I want to see a little more energy. I want to see a little more gusto at the plate. And they're going up there and they're looking defeated. But uh, I'd be stroking DN regulars. Yeah, shout out to all the regulars. Shout out to all the newcomers. Shout out to everyone. Dodgers fans everywhere because you deserve better than what the Dodgers offense provided tonight. But uh, Trace, I can't say your whole name, man. I would have I killed for a Miggy Vargas go-ahead home run. Wouldn't that have been something? Uh, we will win tomorrow and then Sunday. That's from Adrian Sanders. There you go. There you go. There's the positive energy starting. Tyler is gonna is not gonna last against Joe Musgrove. That's from Mr. Classic. Yeah, how are you guys feeling? Uh Karma is smacking Chris Rock. What? Uh 1973 over on YouTube. Smith is choking. Lost our lucky goose. That's from Craig Osterberg. Yeah, well, guess what? This Dodgers offense has thrown up a goose egg with runners in scoring position. That really was one of the big issues tonight. But let's jump to the bottom of the top of the bottom of the third inning, leadoff walk to Machado, missing with the fastball, the changeup, seven pitches. So Heaney back to out there to pitch the third, leadoff walk to Machado, and in a 2 2 count, Josh Bell, he hits a ground ball into the hole, and Trey Turner doesn't go to first. He goes to second. They get the force for the first out, but more shoddy defense from Trey Turner. So I'm worried about the instincts. I mean, he's a guy that looks like he's a little tight out there, especially defensively. And the Dodgers get the first out there. And then with runners on first and second, Heaney gets Myers swinging with a slider down and in for the second out. And then he gets ahead of Kim 0-2 in the count, but lose the zone for a few pitches. It, the count goes full 3-2. and two, And then he strikes out Kim to end the inning. So two massive strikeouts there for the Heen Dog to get out of that inning and try to make up, clean up some of that uh, that Turner defense where it didn't cost them there, but man, that was a, a sign of, of things to come for the Dodgers. But back into the comment section, and do you guys think the Dodgers are pressing at this point? Do you think they're not handling the pressure of that of their 111 wins? It almost feels like at this point, it would have been better for the Dodgers just to be a 100-win team or a 104-win team and maybe play some more meaningful games down the stretch. I mean, we'll see how this series plays out, and I'm of the mind that, yeah, you definitely want to put yourself in a position where, one, you can get rest. Two, you can get the highest seed and home field advantage. But something looks lost with this Dodgers team. So Mookie just said, uh, just throw strikes. Well, just gets hits if it's that easy. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, Mookie... Uh, we're, Mookie, look, all these guys are due for big games. And Mookie definitely was better at the plate tonight. But, uh, hey, Trace, get out. That's from Carl over on YouTube. Bring in Altman. <laughs> hey, man, maybe do an injury situation. James Altman, he strikes out a lot, too. So, uh, hold guys accountable. That's from Tan Man. Too many brownies from Bellinger. <laughs> uh, Dodgers are done, but love D-Mac. Uh, uh, we got home field against the Phillies. 
Um, but yeah, uh, true Dodger fans always have hope. We will win tomorrow. Let's go Dodgers. There you go. That's a that's a winning comment right there if I've ever seen one. A uh, hashtag win for Vin. Yeah, drop a hashtag win for Vin down below in the comment section, guys. And let's let's keep finding out what went wrong with this Dodgers team today. So we jump to the top of the fourth. One, two, three inning for the Dodgers. Max Muncie, he gave one a ride. Warning track power there for the first out. Justin Turner, a lazy fly ball out for the second out. And then CT3, he grounds to third and a great play by Manny Machado. So LA goes down in order. Missing more pitches against Blake Snell. Justin Turner took a fastball right down Broadway. So JT, he just continued to struggle this series. Trey Turner's on the take... Uh, Anthony Keane, Trey Turner's... Uh, there you go. Tra uh, uh, imagine the Padres win at the World Series. No, I'm not going to imagine that, Joe. That sounds like a nightmare. Why are you putting a nightmare fuel in the comments? DMAC, I haven't seen any excellence from this team. And that's from Chico. Where are the rally hats? Yeah, Chico. I mean, look, this the good thing, the, the positive spin on this is if the Dodgers... Find a way to win tomorrow. You force a game five. And they proved last season that not only do they win a game five, they won a game five on the road against a 107-win Giants team. They will have the pitching advantage in that game. I think you'll see the Padres. You're not, they're not going to throw out Mike Clevenger. That's waving the white flag. That's a guaranteed L. If you see Manaya, that means NLCS for the Dodgers. So I think you'll see some sort of bullpen game. So, look, tomorrow it's about getting a game and getting it back to Dodgers Stadium. And I think that that's what this team has has to be focused on so yeah I mean that's why you get home field advantage so you can get those those elimination games late in series at your ballparks but Mookie looks like he doesn't want to be here that's from Alfonso Romero uh, Renteria no names yeah give me those spicy takes guys give me those fire hot takes down below and if uh, I don't get to your take at first um, I'll get it back to you Justin Turner is <laughs> okay Nando why are you trying to make me uh, weak here I'm deceased Justin Turner is farting dust I don't know fart jokes just do it for me maybe maybe I'm just low low humor uh, but uh, uh, we got. Uh, I wish Bellinger would would pass. We got uh, D Max, number one fan. Your YouTube name, okay? Not a big Roberts fan, but but the but on the offense they aren't producing. But Roberts needs to light a fire. Yeah, that's what we said earlier. I think Dave Roberts at the point where yes, you do want to be Mister Nice Guy. Yes, you do want to let your leaders lead the Clayton Kershaws, the Justin Turners of the world. But at some point, you need to let this team know that you have to go up there and go to the plate with a sense of urgency because we didn't see that enough tonight. But jumping to the bottom of the fourth inning, Trent Grisham. He starts the second with a lead-off home run. Of course, come on, Andrew Heaney, it was coming, okay? Death taxes at home runs. That's what Andrew Heaney does, okay? But doesn't mean he didn't pitch well and didn't help this team. Trent Grisham and Bush, a heater that he left out over the plate. That made it 2-0 Padres. And Heaney just missed his spot. It happens sometimes. Next batter, Austin Nola, he singles to center. Heaney fell behind the count, left a changeup right out over the middle of the plate. And then he gets Profar to pop to first for the first out. And then next batter, Juan Soto, he... Hits one that go, ends all the way at the warning track. He just missed a two-run home run, and that goes for the second out. And then 3-2 pitch to Machado. He walks him. A borderline strike right there. So, yes, the umping wasn't great. The strike zone was a little inconsistent at times. And 
I think that you saw a, a perfect example right there. He ends up walking Machado, and that gave the Padres runners on first and second, two outs, and Josh Bell at the plate. And he strikes out Bell with a heater up and in for the third out. So give Andrew Heaney credit. He gives up the bomb. He doesn't get rattled, and he finds a way to keep that damage to a minimum there, and he escapes the fourth inning. Then top of the fifth inning, we'll get into this in a second, and then we'll jump back into this comments. Must win tomorrow's from Jenny Vega. We got Star Belly and Gallo. Yeah, I mean, look, at this point, I mean, who knows? I mean, at this point, you really you might want to put yourself in a situation where you, you can possibly mix it up. You got Musgrove. We'll see. Maybe Joey Gallo. I haven't seen this, uh, how he's matched up against him, but I'll look into that. Padres will choke. DMAC, who will step up on this Dodgers team and get this team to fire up? Let's go, Dodgers. That's from Mike Hernandez. Mookie is too busy thinking about bowling. That's from Jamie Lannister. I knew this was going to happen to Mookie Betts. I knew when he did this little tour to promote his Jackie Robinson documentary. Look, guys aren't going to stay holed up in their houses and their million-dollar mansions. They're not going to just stay in batting cages and, and just watch film all day. These guys live life, too. I mean, look what – I mean – I mean, me, when I go home, do I just, like, watch baseball? Yeah, I pretty much do. But, like, I mean, and for the most part, you're just not going to do your job, like, 24 hours a day. So you can't go too hard on Mookie Betts. But I do think, from an optics standpoint, if the Dodgers lose in this series, I think a lot of Dodger fans will look back and criticize it. But uh, it ain't over till it's over. That's from Fox. We got uh, get rid of Bellinger. I like it. Get rid of the guy who didn't play tonight, <laughs> DJ Vader. Let's take it on someone. Please, Dodgers, over on Eric Lopez. Get JT out of here. He's washed up. That's from Samuel Kim. He has an option. Will they pick it up? We'll see. Uh, Dodgers just go home from Jesus. Roberts, do, I, have a, uh, I don't want to get into this question, but uh, yeah, would this, would this be the most painful series? How would this rank for the most painful series losses of all time? Because it would be very, it would be running me 2019. It'd be a, it would be worse than the 2019 NLDS for me. The only thing that would top this would be 2017 World Series. But uh, trade the whole team. That's from Adam818. Get a coach. Uh, the curse of the goose is real from Pat Matson. But let's not forget, this team is still very much in this series. Tomorrow, Tyler Anderson takes the bump against a hot Joe Musgrove. But Joe Musgrove, I mean, is he going to have that his ear stuff? They're going to be checking it. And hopefully Doc just does a check in, like, the first inning <laughs> just right out there because, you know, he's got the lowest ERA in baseball. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. But uh, umps were horrible. Do you guys blame the umps? Do you guys think the, the umps really factored in to the result of this game? Tomorrow we win 11 nothing. Justine Sagan, that is what I'm talking about. Tomorrow get that angry win. Get that mad win. Let's not forget – that that was really the recipe for success in that Brave series. The Dodgers came out and they just curb stomped them there in that first inning, scoring 11 runs, six bombs. I mean, yeah, that would be massive for the Dodgers to go out there and find a way to get to Musgrove and just wake up. And we have seen that from this team. We've seen the offense go crazy following cold stretches, and hopefully it happens tomorrow because the Dodgers definitely need it. But we got a super chat from Sergio Santos. I never lost hope. When we were down 1-3 to Atlanta, I'm not going to lose hope now. It takes one good hit from someone to turn things around. I agree with you. That's a great point, Sergio. And you know, Sergio, I looked right at this camera. Well, not this one, but one at another place. And I told you when the Dodgers were down 3-1 in that series that they were going to come back and beat the Atlanta Braves. And I agree with you. It just Momentum can shift very quickly in baseball. But top of the fifth inning, a 2-2 count to Trey Thompson. He gets a leadoff single to right. Then Soto, he was playing deep. By the way, what was up with that? <laughs> 
Juan Soto was basically sitting in like the fifth row in right field. I mean, how deep was he playing out there? And the ball just drops right in front of him. And another solid at bat for Trace Thompson. So some nice good, some nice two strike hitting right there. And then on a three two count, Austin Barnes he doubles to center to give the Dodgers runners on second and third with no outs. A great piece of hitting there by Austin Barnes. Fastball that he left middle middle, and he just cranked it. So yeah, give Austin Barnes credit. More ownage of Blake Snell for Barnesy there. And that turns the lineup over to Mookie Betts, who was aggressive. First pitch, he hits a sack fly to left to score Trace Thompson to make it 2-1 Dodgers. So at that point, you'll take a productive out. When you consider how anemic this Dodgers offense was, for him to just put the ball in play and get the Dodgers on the board, that made it 2-1 San Diego there in the fifth. And then Runs were at a premium tonight, and that was big just to get on the board and have Mookie have some success there. But we wish we had Walker, Boltman 21. I do wish Walker Bueller was the Bueller that we've seen in the postseason. It's like that Wolverine meme where Wolverine is striking the picture. That's me to Walker Bueller right now. I miss seeing Butane, too. He did a hell of a job analyzing the game in the pregame show. But, uh, yeah, definitely it would be nice to have Walker Bueller because we know if that would have put the Dodgers in a better position to probably take game two. And maybe you're up 2-1 at this point, even after this loss. But that then after that, with Austin Barnes on second and Trey Turner at the plate, he fouls to third. So that's what I was talking about, the theme with this Dodgers offense. If it wasn't weak foul outs, it was, getting, it was striking out, it was missing pitches, and that goes for the second out. And then with two outs and Barnes at second, Freddie Freeman grounds out to end the inning. So the Dodgers get on the board there in the fifth inning, Bottom of the lineup, they picked it up tonight. And that has been something that we've been looking for. But they started rallies tonight. Trace Thompson, walk, single. Austin Barnes, single, double. They definitely picked it up. So give them credit because top of the lineup, they didn't do it enough. And then you jump to the bottom of the fifth inning. Heaney comes back to pitch the bottom half of the fifth. He strikes out Cronenworth with a slider away. And then how about Yancey Al Money? He comes in, punches out Myers with a slider down away. Filthy stuff. That's the second out of the inning. And then he gets Kim looking at a sinker for strike three to end the inning. So Heaney grinded big strikeouts in big spots, and he ends up tossing three innings of one run ball. But uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, tomorrow we go 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position. That's from Eric Flores. Padres blew their load. It's Dodgers time. That's from J.R. Mayorga over on YouTube. Yeah, what do you want to see from the Dodgers early tomorrow? What's something that you're looking for to really change their fortunes? We have Musgrove's number. That's from Janet Joan. Yeah, a goat. They can get to Musgrove. They can absolutely get to Musgrove. They have in the past. And it's a lot of pressure. A guy from San Diego, a San Diegan, a guy who threw the only no-hitter in San Diego Padres history. They call him No-No Joe. It's a lot of pressure for him to go and lead his – I mean, it'd be poetic. He'd be a how could you not be romantic about baseball, moneyball style if he could pull that off. But there's going to be a lot of pressure on Joe Musgrove to go out there and deal because the toughest game is the elimination game. Closeout games are the hardest and we'll see if this Padres team they're close they're close they're definitely a team that that's is close to really winning their World Series but we'll see if they can get the job done and finish the job but a win for Vin that's from Adam 818 belly sucks too David 
Uh, ain't over till it's over. That's from Ago. Roach, stop with the rally goose. They were leading. It's not a rally goose. Yes, Roach, I agree with you. And they don't deserve the rally goose, but let's be honest. Dodgers win that game. There's rally goose murals all over L.A. There's rally goose T-shirts. And the Padres, they want to look at it as an omen, and they want to use it as their rally monkey like the Angels did. Then so be it. But, uh, yeah, uh, we got uh, Hey Bartender Joe Boo needs a refill. I like that. That's a fire comment. Major League for life. Rams, Dodgers, Lakers, all morning. <laughs> it's going to be a long winter for you, man. Long fall and winter for you, my guy. Uh, Diane Schroeder, I'm worried about our starting pitching. That's from Diane Schroeder. Look, I mean, Tyler Anderson is a guy that he has proven that he can go out there and he's going to go out there and compete. And the reality is, while the, the Dodgers' offense doesn't show up, it's going to be a mood point. But jumping to the top of the sixth inning, Joan of the top of the sixth inning. Will Smith flies to center for the first out. Muncie, Muncie cranks a one-out double to deep right. Hanging breaking ball. Knocked out Snell. So once you knock out Blake Snell, then the Dodgers got the momentum. We thought that maybe we'd see what we saw in game six of the 2020 World Series. And with Muncie representing the tying run, Martinez comes in to face Justin Turner. And he strikes him out with a sinker middle middle. Yeah, JT's been very disappointing this season, uh, this postseason. And then Chris Taylor, he grounded out to the pitcher for the third out. So Dodgers knock out Snell, but they couldn't capitalize on the Muncie one-out double. They couldn't get to Martinez. They continue to struggle against this Padres pen. The Dodgers have gotten flat-out owned by the Padres' bullpen. The Padres' bullpen owns the Dodgers at this point, and they need to get off the mat. They need to get off the mat because they were exchanging jabs all game long, but they just couldn't deliver a knockout blow. Beat. We got we're the, the, we're the MF Dodgers. We win tomorrow 10-1. to That's from Doom underscore Sal. Uh, steals. You want to see a s steals early on. Craig Osterberg, you want to see hits. Hey, how about that awesome win? Oh, we got Padres fans. The Padres fans that have, win at, that have won absolute nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely nothing in your franchise's history in here. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, scoring F and uh, Mookie leadoff homer as from Tino. Our record when Mookie scores like 64-9. Yeah, I mean, I posted that stat today. And this team definitely goes as Mookie goes. But that also let, lets guys like Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman and Will Smith off the hook. I mean, we all said Max and Max Muncy, he had a nice double tonight. And he's actually performed well this postseason. But they're just not getting the string of base hits in the same inning. So that inning, they weren't able to capitalize there. They had an opportunity there in the top of the sixth. And then the, the bullpen, what more can you say? I mean, it was... They were performing. Bottom of the six, Grisham, he pops to first for the first out. Then 3-2 pitch to Nola on a pitch that looked like it caught the inside corner. The more we break this down, yeah, robo-umps, please, because the umpires were trash tonight. I mean, it was unbelievable. 3-2 uh, pitch. He walked Nola, and then a 3-2 pitch to Profar. He misses up and out of the zone. Close to offering at it, but the ump said he didn't go. Where's Gabe Morales when you need him? And he ends up walking. So Alex Vest hit in the game, and that gave the Padres runners on first and second. One out and Juan Soto at the plate. And first pitch to Soto for the second time of the night. He just misses hitting a home run to left. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home.
Nola tags on the play. He advances to third. But the Dodgers were, were dodging those bullets all night long. Soto almost had two home runs. They end up on the warning track, but definitely pitches that he just missed. And then next batter... Then, then Evan Phillips comes in to face Manny Machado. So this was a nice pull by Dave Roberts. He goes to Evan Phillips to face Manny Machado, and he falls behind the count two and one, and then he gets him swinging at a filthy slider away for strike two, and then he comes back and gets him looking at a fastball low in the zone for strike three. So Evan Phillips, the guy has a brass set. Get him a U-Haul for that brass set because he went out there and he came up in a big spot, and he really has lived up to the hype. He has been fireman Phillips and save for that shaky 26 pitch first inning first appearance this this postseason he definitely came up big tonight then top of the seventh Luis Garcia into pitch and Thompson he strikes out swinging slider bottom of the zone nasty pitch and then we'll talk about this one Gavin Lux pinch hitting for Barnes 3-2 pitch he takes strike three on the outside corner looking it was a little off the plate another borderline pitch that the Dodgers didn't get they didn't get the call and Oh, wow, Adam, don't do that. I'm drinking some bleach. Come on now, Adam. <laughs> uh, Rudy, we got let the Turners go. Trade too expensive and JT to wash. JT has to do better. I want to see some Mookie magic from KTW. Yeah, has what you've seen in this series. Yes, is Trey Turner. Actually, I mean, he has two home runs. He leads the Dodgers with those two home runs. He came through in game one. But after that home run in game two, he kind of looks like the Trey we've seen at the beginning of the last month where – he just wouldn't, wasn't putting together quality at-bats. Has what you've seen in this series changed how you feel about Trey Turner? Yes or no? Do you want to see the Dodgers pay Trey? Let me know down below. Should we bench JT? That's from Mr. Turtle Tail. Look, Doc is going to go with his guys. He, he's a guy that... I mean, you got Joe Musgrove. I mean, Joe Musgrove is the guy that he owns. So, look, JT versus Joe Musgrove, you're not going to bench him. He is a threat. And hopefully tomorrow, JT, we forget about his performance early in this series with a big game tomorrow. But Lowry coming through with a 999. Yeah, I was going to put all this money towards Trey's contract. Yeah, man, we're going to we go to Sizzler tonight. Uh, Freddie Trey and Mookie won elsewhere. They were supposed to teach this club to hit and win in the postseason WTF. That's a fantastic point. You bringing a guy like a Freddie Freeman, and he definitely has paid dividends. I mean, you win 111 games, but yeah, I mean, you want to see him do a little more. Then we jump to the top of the eighth inning, bottom of the seventh inning, another great inning. Evan Phillips, just dirty, just nasty, a one, two, three inning for Evan Phillips. And then top of the eighth inning, this is the last threat by the Dodgers, a leadoff single there for Trey Turner. And then Freddie Freeman flies to center for the first out. And then Trey Turner almost gets picked off. And then first pitch, Will Smith, he pops to second. First pitch, bad at bat, bad at approach, not grinding out ABs. More of the same for Smitty in this one. And my question there is, why don't you send Trey Turner? I mean, clearly that was the plan. But I think you need to be aggressive there and send Trey Turner early in that count. Get a runner in scoring position. Put more pressure on the defense. But instead, Trey, he... Nearly got picked off. I mean, he got lucky. The tag was that he had basically taken his, his glove off the bag when his hand was off the bag, but it was a very close player there for Trey Turner. He almost got picked off. Wow, it would have been pretty, pretty nasty for Trey on the interwebs had he got picked off there after the night that he was having defensively. But here we go. Oh, then after that, 0 2 count, Max Muncy, he chases, and that, uh, 
that was it. So, yeah, I mean, they just weren't able to, to put it together. And then you saw what happened there in the bottom of the ninth, not doing much. And, yeah, it's just one thing to be facing a Padres team that's playing really well and really wants it. But to come up so flat and not even rise to the challenge against this Padres team, it's just brutal to watch. And did everyone forget how to hit? Did everyone just forget how to hit in this series? That's my question. But now we're going to go all about the comments, guys. Let me know down below how you're feeling about this series. Are you now we can shake this loss off and uh, and we'll see if the Dodgers can respond because the season is on the brink for the Dodgers. Like I said, failure is not an option if you're L.A., but if this team doesn't if this team does not win, they deserve all the criticism that's coming their way. You can definitely you, they can't live this down. They cannot live this down if you're the Dodgers. Every time the Dodgers have a great season in the future, every time the Dodgers get off to a great start and they say, oh, the Dodgers are starting this and this and they're on pace to win this many games, you're going to see those 111 win Dodgers and think to yourself, oh, that's the team that lost to the Padres in the DS. That was the most disappointing and underachieving postseason Dodger team in history, in the history of this franchise. That's literally what's at stake right now. Um, just put me in that locker room. Come on. Fire these boys up. Uh, Freddie <laughs> Musgrove going to kill us over Dodgers, are a regular season team. That's from Bruce over on YouTube. Thanks, Montoya. If we get postseason Trey, it's not worth the money. I have a new opinion on Trey. He chokes in the biggest moments. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, for me, he's still one of the more talent, one of the most talented hitters in the league. Defensively, there's a lot of questions at this point. I mean, he's basically hovering right around average. But tonight, I just hate that play with Chris Taylor. I mean, you got to call. Chris Taylor definitely has to be aggressive in that situation. That's his ball. That's a left fielder's ball. But that's a lot of territory to cover to try to make a play like that. And it's definitely costing the Dodgers defensively. And that's been the big question for this team is the infield defense. And this season, it's been below average. In the outfield, though, in this series, even though the outfield's been better, they're not producing at the play enough. I mean, you're not getting enough production from this offense. And yeah, I mean, it's just sad that Mookie Betts just isn't the player this series that we need him to be. And he needs to step up. I mean, the idea when you saw you, you saw in the 2020 postseason that that was the that was the Dodgers formula for, for that was their formula to success. Get Mookie on, get him over and get him in. And they're just not doing it. And they are. They definitely have their backs up against the wall. But uh, can you uh, – Will Smith, the pop-up king, that's from Dave Jinzo. Look, he used to be the the hot-off-the-bat line drive, scorching ball right into someone else's glove king. So I guess that is a downgrade. But let's not forget, he definitely uh, – uh, had success in game one. He was a big reason why the Dodgers won game one. So let's not forget about that. But jumping back in the comment section, why pay, uh, as a Dodgers fan, if, if San Diego does beat us, they earned it. Let me ask you guys a question. If the Dodgers lose this series, is, is it the end of the little brother, big brother dynamic? Can you say that anymore? I want you to tell me down below. Because, look, at some point, big brother grows up, right? And when big brother grows up, yeah, sometimes he can beat big brother. Uh, when little brother grows up, and sometimes he can beat big brother. But it's a new game tomorrow, but same result. Let's go Padres. Hey, wow, you guys don't have your own chat? I mean, come on now. Uh, BLA, a mentality weak hitter, mentally weak hitters. Yeah, I mean, th there's no denying that the approach has been bad. There's definitely no denying the numbers bear that out. And... Yeah, I mean, just they're just, they're gross. They're disgusting. I mean, you, you talk about 0 for 19 with runners in scoring position. Four runs in your last 23 innings. 
I mean, that's unacceptable. That is unacceptable when you consider the talent of this team. This isn't the early 60 Dodgers with Maury Wills. By the way, great Maury Wills doc on Sportsnet. Definitely check that out. This isn't the Maury Wills-led Dodgers where you score one run and Sandy Koufax gets it done. No, you have all-stars. You have MVPs. You have Mookie Betts. You have Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy, all these talented players up and down this lineup, and they're simply just not getting it done. Bro, I'm sad. Alejandro, I respect that because that's just how I think a lot of us feel. I mean, just sad. I mean, this is a team that, look, it's not over, guys. There is a path. There is definitely a path to an NLDS win. And yes, the Dodgers, they love to make it hard. That is the history of this franchise. They love to make things difficult. We've seen it time and time again, but we've also seen them prevail in situations like this. And just look at the last couple postseasons. They've done just that. So don't give up on your Dodgers. Wow. Diane's getting spicy tonight. She just said Trey is a choker. Wow. Diane, tell me how you really feel. But hey, uh, the fairy godmother of the... Uh, Dodgers Nation postgame show, always repping. Appreciate it, guys. How hasn't got Gal gotten a situation, a situational at bat? I mean, we haven't seen Gallo. We haven't seen Miguel Vargas. You saw the pitch hit option there in the eighth in game two, going with Austin Barnes. And yes, you understand the bat path and the shorter stroke and the ability to to have a better chance to hit high-velocity pitching. But, yeah, I mean, why do you sign some of these guys if you're not going to use them? Uh, pitch or have them on the roster. Pitch Urias tomorrow. Yeah, that, that ain't happening. <laughs> or, hey, you know, I, this short rest thing, I mean, you saw what it did to Walker Buehler, Buehler last year. He pitched on short rest twice, and what's he doing? He's in the studio wearing a suit, and <laughs> I'd rather see him on the field. So, definitely not. Uh, Will Smith and D-Mac are the same person. Yeah, it's not a Dodgers Nation postgame show if we don't get one of those. Like I said, I'm doing this show live from the Dodgers Club house at Petco Park. Just got out of the shower and sorry for the pop-ups guys. I'm promised to do better tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to be the clutch prince. Uh, no Padres will still lose. Uh, it's all the damn goose's fault. By the way, dude, Rudy, just made me think of something, man. If the Dodgers going to lose this series, is the goose for the Dodgers, hopefully it won't be like the billy goat was to the Cubs. I really hope it's not the curse of the goose for the Dodgers. Please tell me, because until they win a series with the goose, that's what I'm probably going to be thinking. That's what's going to give me nightmares at night. You think, you think Roberts needs to change the lineup? That's from Eric. I mean, look, we criticized the bottom of the lineup, and they came through tonight. I think having Austin Barnes behind the plate and have him getting two hits against, against Blake Snell – that definitely helped. I mean, it's look the no matter what iteration you go with at this point of the season, this team is not going to have sustained postseason success unless the meat of their order, unless the stars of this team start playing like stars. Remember the big three. Remember the Fantastic Four? That is how this team was able to achieve so much success for the entire season. And I, I just don't think tinkering with the lineup is going to change that. I mean, yeah, there are some changes you can make that could provide a little bit of a spark but really guys have gotten opportunities we saw Gavin Lux he got an opportunity he's had some good games good at bats Cody Bellinger hasn't gotten the same amount of opportunities I think you'll see him back in the lineup tomorrow and hopefully he'll be in a better he'll be in a better position to contribute has one hit this season but uh didn't like the strike call uh, not enough I like this one our sponsors are gonna like this one not enough Ornitos not enough Ornitos tequila to uh, not enough Ornitos tequila in the stands. Dang zip code. Yeah, that's from Skabibo Gaming over on YouTube. Uh, it's over. Musgrove gonna be gonna say deuces to your season. That's from Blair. Snell had Muncie's number. I mean Snell. I mean Muncie knocked Snell out of the game. <laughs> 
I mean, it's a double. So, yeah, I mean, there were some at-bats, though, where, yeah, Muncie was staring at fastballs right down the heart of the plate. And really, we've seen them struggle. The Dodgers struggle with the slider. And that's always going to be an issue with Blake Snell. He has a filthy slider. There's no denying that. But what made me scratch my head today was how they just weren't getting to some of those fastballs. Just They just weren't catching up to those fastballs. Then they looked overmatched at times. Would start Vargas, Dodger Blue. Hey, why not at this point? Who cares? Um, fire robbers from Drew. Carl Katz, it is over. When Mookie looks like he did and Kirsch and Gonson are done, then we're done. We need some lights out pitching with some hitting. Yeah, I mean, look, it's we'll have plenty of time to dissect the entirety of this series on moves that should have been made and should have not have been made. But it really comes down to, I mean, it's, I mean, I like to, to get into the weeds on a lot of stuff and you guys know that, but really this, it all boils down to the Dodgers inability to get big base hits. And yeah, if you look at this, if you look at this team, I mean, Justin Turner, he's been putrid one for 10 hitting a hundred 350 OPS. Trace Thompson, he gets a hit tonight hitting 444. Mookie Betts, this is an unacceptable slash line. He's hitting 182, 231, 273 with a 504 OPS. That doesn't sit right with me. That does not sit right with me. Mookie Betts, I mean, come on now. I mean, he can bowl 300, but he can bat 182. That's unacceptable. Mookie Betts needs to step up. Mookie Betts needs to play like a $365 million man. And hey, I'm a big fan of Marcus Lynn Betts, but when you get that kind of contract, when you're a multi-time perennial all-star, a guy that told Sports Illustrated before the season that your goal was to be in Cooperstown one day and be a Hall of Famer, we got to step up in, in games like this. Freddie Freeman, he's hitting 200 now for this series. Does have that 985 OPS, so... He's doing well. Muncie's performing well. So is Trey Turner. But yeah, this this team has a lot of questions. A lot of questions that they're going to answer tomorrow. When we'll do some more comments down below, and then we'll head out of this one. Let me see. Usually, I see the time how long the show is when I'm doing it in my house. I've, this could be like three hours or twenty minutes. I have no idea. There we go. We're, we're at a one hour and seven minutes. One hour and seven. Okay. All right. That's not that's not bad for me. Um, time to cook that. We'll do, we'll do like 20 more comments and we'll head out of this one, guys. But uh, thanks for rocking with us. I know it's painful anytime you lose in the postseason. The season is not over. Do not give up on your Los Angeles Dodgers, okay? There will be some life. Tomorrow is a new day. Uh, but in the offseason, we need to get Judge, Correa, DeGrom, and Diaz. Hey, Bruce. That sounds like 35 videos right there. So uh, I'm with it. Um, DeGrom's an interesting one, but like I said, we'll have plenty of time. Hopefully we won't have plenty of time, but at some point we'll get into that. But uh, here we go. Uh, the true 111 wins don't mean nothing in the playoffs. That's from Paris Beach. Yeah, Fantastic Four. My, more like four failures. That's from Mario YouTube. I like the painful. I like the ones that just feel like you just stab you right in the gut. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, Diane Truer, $20. D-Mac and Clint have a drink on me. I definitely need one after that game. Man, we about to get lit for you. Man, thank you so much, Diane. Always rocking with us. The Gavin Lux call was BS. Yeah, we broke that down. It definitely was definitely a couple inches off the plate. Inconsistent, but... Uh, yeah, I hope this team, man, I hope this team just watches Tommy Lasorda speeches all night. I mean, the difference between the impossible and the Im the possible and the impossible is the man's determination, Tommy Lasorda. The Dodgers need to burn the boats, go full Tommy Lasorda tomorrow, and oh gosh, we got one, two, three, Cancun. That's from UG. We got uh, trust in Tyler. Doug, chug a beer for your boys, Mike Jones, who. 
I'll chug some beer, man. Let's go. This is a Zima. From the 90s. But star Joey and Vargas. New <coughs> new game tomorrow from Jenny Vega. But, yep, guys, thanks for rocking with us here on the Dodgers Nation post-game show. Win, lose, DMAC LA, a real one. Thanks, Brian Gaxa. Mookie is dookie. That's from Boomer Assassin over on there. Mookie is a fraud. They want to read these quotes. I mean, I, look, and this is the real pulse of Dodgers Nation right now. You guys aren't pulling any punches. You guys are upset. And I'm pretty sure everyone around in the Dodgers world is upset. Like I said, for them to look so flat is what makes it so disappointing. Win for Vin. I thought the Lakers were sorry. <laughs> Ray Barrios. Um, Barnes came through. Yeah, got to give credit to Austin Barnes. We got this. That's from Hector Munoz. So, yeah, give me a win for Vin. And uh, we'll head out of this one. Closeout game will be hard for the Friars. Yeah, we talked about that. Closeout games are the hardest. You're at home in San Diego. And I think there will be a little bit of pressure on San Diego. Yes, you're up 2-1, to one, but can you really beat the big, bad Dodgers? You are a team that if you lose this game, you have to go to Dodgers Stadium. So we'll see if they can handle the pressure. We'll see if Joe Musgrove can handle the pressure. Uh, Roberts needs to have that same energy when he said Dodgers still will win the World Series. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are not going to ease up on Doc if they lose tomorrow after his World Series guarantee. But what do you want Dave to say? Hey, Dave, you guys win the World. Are you guys going to win the World Series? Nah, we're going to we're going to get bounced in the DS. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. How's that going to play in the clubhouse? Okay, what do you want him to say? The real question is why does the reporter ask him that question? Okay, the obvious answer is you're going to win the World Series. I mean, next year the reporter should ask every question. If they don't say that, they probably need a new manager. But uh, it's all over. <laughs> I like that one. Now, just like Doom, IQs, it's all over. Uh, thanks, D-Mac. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for rocking with us, guys. I know this one's a tough one, but uh, hope you have a little more clarity as to why the Dodgers didn't get it done tonight. And like I said, tomorrow you wake up, it's a new day, and the Dodgers definitely are still in this series. It is not over yet, but according to Adam, he says we're done. Um, very disappointing. Start Russell Wilson tomorrow. <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Dave Roberts. But thanks for rocking with us, guys. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Smash that like button. This is your show, guys. And uh, start West Brick tomorrow. Okay, I think his hamstring is injured, apparently. But uh, thanks for rocking with us. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. I'm at.